Welcome to For the Health of It with Dr. Jenny Brooke. You're listening to raw talk about full potential living to inspire you to eat, move, sleep, think, and live better. Here we go. (laughs) Okay, my excitement today is because we're doing a show called Wake Up Strong. Yes. I think that this is something we're all good at, meaning me, Kristen Myers, my co-host, and we have, welcome back to the studio, my husband, Corey Liebichek. I have to tell you, this is why Corey's here. I am fortunate to be married to the happiest morning person on the planet. (laughs) Corey just wakes up with a smile on his face. He usually is telling some type of joke within the first, I don't know, minute 20 that he's awake. Try. <laughs> he does try. He just wakes up that way. And he puts up with me being like, roll eyes, you know, like, come on, give me a minute. But he's he's very happy. So whether you just genetically are a morning person, or you struggle in the morning, the goal of our show is to share with you what we do to make sure that we start the day the best that we can. Because I think we can say for certain that how you start the day to a large extent um, tells you what your day is going to be. It really makes a difference that you start the day off right. And sometimes it takes a while, right? You yes. take It takes you a while to get your groove. And mm-hmm. sometimes you have such great habits in the morning that it just sets you up to have an amazing day. So, you know, there's even some interesting research. And then we're, we're going to be done with the research. This is more just like, what do we do? But I have to tell you that there's this, this is just an article. It was in the Huffington Post, but it talks about um, some studies show that 90% of executives wake up before 6 a.m. on weekdays, and nearly 50% of self-made millionaires wake up at least three hours before their workday actually begins. There is so much um, information that says that the most successful people wake up early. And so here's the thing. Do you go to bed when you're tired? (laughs) I mean, I think Corey would say that I am not capable of staying awake after him. No, no, not after 10. No, not after 10. <laughs> like, it'll be like 920. It'll be like, you want to start a movie? I'm like, well, we can, but we both know what's going to happen in the next 45 minutes. Um, because it's a habit, right? We And here's the thing. I, I do enough during the day that I tire myself out. I think sometimes people struggle because they haven't worn themselves out enough. So I, I am tired at the end of the day. Um, and then for me, I just kind of wake up naturally between like 530 and 615. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't get out of bed right away. But that's what time I, I tend to wake up, which you know what that time frame is? It's the sunrise, mm-hmm. right? My body is waking up with the sunrise, which is good. Um, what about you, Kristen? How's your wake up? habits? Yeah, I'm about the same time. It, well, Usually between like five to six a.m. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But and you're the same, Corey, right? You see, yeah, me. yeah. Unless you're up way before me, and I don't even know it. I, I can't <laughs> stay in bed. It's time to jump up and get started. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, what do we do once we wake up? Whether we force ourselves to wake up early, or we naturally wake up early. Um, let's talk about the things that we do that make a difference. So, I want to start off with something I do. It's just called feet on the floor. So it goes along with this book. It was by Mel Robbins. It's called The Five-Second Rule. And they talk about in this book how if you count down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and then you just take action, that it helps your brain to make a change. So feet on the floor is the same idea. If once your feet 
technically are hit the floor, you're fine. It's the thinking, it's the waking up and deciding and mm-hmm. wanting to go back to sleep. But you know, as soon as your feet hit the floor, it's like, boom, you're fine. So you can even in your brain say, okay, I need my feet on the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. And you just force your feet on the floor. Um, once you're up, it's so much easier to stay up, especially if you force yourself to be out of the bedroom. If you're in the bedroom, the yes. bed's just taunting <laughs> you. It's like, come back, come back. But feet on the floor. So what are some of the reasons we we do it? Like, why not sleep till 10 if we had the opportunity? I can tell you personally, that quiet morning time for myself, it sets the tone for the whole day for me. Absolutely. Would you I, say that's your yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I like the peace and the quiet in the morning. I, we were just talking about how we can't really sleep past that time because we have dogs. So if you're trying to get up earlier, we can yes. tell you that you just get a dog or two and it will force it's not you. All peace and quiet, I guess. You'll have no choice. <laughs> have no, but then they're funny. They're up and blah, blah, blah. And then they're fed and they go out and then they, they go back to sleep. But by that time we're up and we're going... Okay. So some other habits, Kristen and I were just talking about what, what do you think the very first thing of the day? So what does your brain mm-hmm. do for, I think if you were unregulated, like if you, if you weren't disciplined, it might be like, oh, that darn alarm, <laughs> or is it time to get up already? Or what do I have to do today? Mm-hmm. Right? I wish yeah. I could just sleep. I'm so tired. I'm so achy. I don't feel like th- that's what oh, your yeah. brain could do. But you can also train your brain to think something. So I find that um, some people, I, I was recently having this conversation, um, this woman I know who's really good at this, she she believes any form of gra- gratitude is the way to go. So she, this is a friend of mine, she wakes up and says, thank you for this day. Mm-hmm. She's grateful to have another day. Personally, I've always liked the statement, it's going to be a great day. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything like that, Kristen? I do. Actually, gratitude is one of the things I highly recommend, especially in the morning or as soon as you can go to bed, like right before you go to bed. And then as soon as you wake up in the morning, because as soon as we wake up and open our eyes, we're in this clear aligned state. But then how quickly do we go to that stress response and all those thoughts we're thinking? So if we can retrain our, our minds and go towards gratitude, that really does just set the tone for the day. So I'm always grateful for opening my eyes, for my breath, for my body for this day and and set some good affirmations for the day. So you literally could go through, like think to yourself, what are the things I'm grateful for as soon as you wake up? For me, it would be my dogs because they would have their head on the bed and they would be looking me and they would be like, (laughs) wake up, mom, wake up, right? So I'm grateful for my dogs. But yes, you're right. It's it's what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. Okay, I like that. The other thing is telling your yourself it's okay to smile I know that seems weird but like you're you're in bed and you wake up and and if I think put a smile on my face just the act of telling your body to smile it literally releases chemicals that put you in a better mood which I tend to smile because my husband's telling me some joke (laughs) there you go like that's what happens (laughs) (laughs) Corey what do you what do you think it is that you don't have to think about the happiness? Do you think it's truly a genetic thing? Or do you think you're you were raised in a way that helped you do that? Like, what's your trick? Like, I don't know. I just you wake up in the morning. And it's that re energized new start to the day, kind of a reset, forget about yesterday and a kind of a a new reset. And I, I used to work with a lineman that we would go up in the bucket every morning. And he had retired a couple of times and kept coming back. And every morning he said, good morning to the sun. 
And he was just happy that it was like another day on the plant, another day to get to do what he wanted to do and enjoy life. And it's, it's a start over. It's kind of a redo. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, why not? Yeah. Like, why would you want a life that you, that in your brain, you had anything but that? And you do, you have a choice, no matter what happened the day before, the next yes. day, you get to decide what, what am I setting the tone for this day? Which is amazing. And one other thing to be grateful for, right? It's so I true. have that choice. I have that choice. That choice, But that choice is getting tougher with phones. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I was going to say, <laughs> yes. right? Because what do you do? You pick up your phone to turn your alarm off. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I suppose you could have an, an alarm that's not your I, phone. I miss the old alarm clocks. I kind of do too. There's really no reason not to, but it is so easy to set your phone, right? I, I at least, I know there's a benefit for having your phone charging at least three feet away from you. So I'm good about that. Um, I know some people will put their phone on the other side of the room. So they have to get out of bed yes. to shut their phone off. So that does a couple things. It keeps your phone away from you, but it also gets your feet on the floor, right? Yeah. But then your phone is in your hand. So that's a really, that's an important moment because what do you do, right? Yeah, for sure. Because if it's in your hand, what does it do next? (laughs) Then you go to scrolling, right? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Do I have any texts? Do I have a a look at my alerts? What's the weather? Let's look at the news. And it's the cycle, right? It's like the, the circuit that we do on our phone and we have lost control of the tone we're setting for the day. Because now we're telling the world, somebody who texted us and whatever they said, someone who messaged us, whatever the news is, whatever the weather is, we're telling that, we're letting that seep into what our tone is of the day. Yeah. Hmm. One trick that I use is I put my phone on airplane mode. So I set my alarm before I go to bed, make sure that's good to go, put it on airplane mode, and I leave it there for the first hour or two of the day. That's just how it is, and that's the decision I made, and that, that can help. That is brilliant. That actually is brilliant because you could choose to wait till you get to work or you could choose to, you probably do it before you leave to go to work, I imagine. I do, yeah. But then wait, you aren't even seeing notifications. So you aren't even yeah. knowing or thinking, oh my God, what do I have to get to? It's just, it's clear there. So you, you are controlling. Because yes. you know, think about it before phones. Did your boss have the right to invade your morning time before you even were ready for work? Yeah. Right? Right. Right? Or your coworkers or your children or whoever it is, you know, like if they're not in your household, did they have the ability? They would have to call you on your home line. Mm -hmm. And there was a respect about that. Like you don't call an employee at 7am on their home line, right? You, you give them time. So we've lost that boundary, but you're right. We can choose to set that boundary for ourselves. That's it ultimate act of love but Mm -hmm. why does it feel so hard right (laughs) because what we're missing out what Mm -hmm. am i missing right what do i not get to see what if it's something good i want something good but there is no good that that's that's (laughs) the hard thing about it is when you open that phone up there's nothing good on it's either like you were just saying it's a request from your boss something now instead of enjoying the morning and being grateful for being on the earth, you're now thinking about what I've got to accomplish today. What do I have to do today? As well as every news notification on there is famine, death, earthquake. So hold on. I think, I think I'm not disagreeing with you, but there is some good or we wouldn't, we wouldn't do it. There's that dopamine because sometimes I'll open it up and it's a text from my mother, my 80 year old amazing mother from across the country. And I'll, it'll say, hope you have a great morning. Love you, honey. Thinking of you today. 
I love that. So yeah, sometimes there is. So I don't think we're opening up our phone because we're, we're, we want to have the, the negative or the stressful. We're looking for a dopamine fix, right? So we got something, we, att- we accomplished something, maybe we did get that message from someone, but we have to sift through the bad. So it's a risk. It's a huge risk. It's a huge risk. Huge risk. Okay, so that, oh, so there are also apps that send you like a good morning message or a positive statement of the day. But again, what are we filtering? Right. And again, that comes down to your decision. Like this could even go into a deeper conversation. But if you end up getting on social media, what are you following? What kind of content? Is it something that is lightening you up and inspiring you and you have a mm-hmm. time limit there? Or are you following things like news and, and bad things? And is that coming in? So what are you taking in yourself? So it's probably possible to control the negative and the positive to some extent. To some you extent, can choose yeah. not to have any notifications from any news sources. You mm-hmm. can choose to not actually open the text from a right. person that you know it might not be positive, right? So you could to some, but even if you had it perfectly dialed in, you're still putting a blue light in your face, mm-hmm. right? So if you listen to our show on red light therapy, we talked about this amazing red light we get from the sun in the morning. So you may notice that when sun's coming up. You may even notice a red light filtering through your windows, casting a beautiful red shadow on your wall. Our eyes are drawn to these sunrises that have this beautiful color in them. And that's really great for your circadian biorhythm. What's not great is putting a blue light in your face, especially first thing at in the morning or at night. Mm-hmm. So even if you control the messaging, there's a there's a health benefit to waiting. For sure. And just a couple tidbits on the blue light too. Usually most phones, tablets, they'll have an option where you can have a little bit of a blue light filter. There's also blue light glasses you can get. I know that I've invested in these since working at SCC. You know, I'm behind a computer screen more and they have made a huge difference for me. So one other simple layer you can do for protection. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, so you're up now. You're up and you're still within the first few minutes of the day. So you might go to the restroom or whatever you're going to do, brush your teeth. What's next? I'm going to suggest that it doesn't have to be exercise, but some form of movement. So personally, I like to walk out to the kitchen and get myself a glass of water. I like to stop. If it's nice enough, I'll walk out onto the deck. I'll look at the sunrise. Um, I'll gather up what I want for some quiet time um, or what I know I might need for my day. So I'll kind of walk around the house a little bit just to kind of get my body moving. Some people who, especially people who tend to wake up with back pain, one thing that I've recommended, and I'll, I'll say it here for anyone who wants to do it, is if you lie down again on the floor, on a couch, on the bed, hold your knees in your hands. So you're, you're still resting on your back, your head's on the, on, the, on the actual ground or the pillow, but you're holding both knees in your hands and you're gently rocking your knees up. Mm-hmm. So it's just a gentle rocking motion. It just lightly tractions the low back. And what it does is it pumps blood and lymph through the low back because not just our bodies, but um, our joints are dehydrated. Yeah. So it's yep. not just like thirsty, but we actually have dehydration in our joints. And so either walking or pumping the knees or even like a sit up, an easy sit up, all of that has a pumping action that gets everything moving. So if the bottom of your feet hurt or your your back hurts or whatever hurts, just motion. It's like yes. Lubricating the joints, easy motion, um, first thing in the morning can really help set us up to feel better throughout the day. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so then what else happens? We maybe are we're hungry or we want some coffee, right? So <laughs> ideally, there's some form of hydration before coffee. Yes. You know, I really like just a, a lukewarm glass. I actually don't even put ice in it. It's better for our system mm-hmm. to just have lukewarm. Some people will um, heat it up just slightly or they'll put lemon in it. That's yeah. really good. Um, but hydration is really great. In fact, I'll turn on, we have a really nice espresso machine. I'll turn it on. It takes just a minute to get going and I'll get my glass of water. And you know what else I do? This is going to sound weird. <laughs> I get a carrot. Oh, yes. Yes. So I get them from a local farm. So it's like one of those big carrots, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just a beautiful raw carrot. And I'll start to munch on that like a little rabbit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I read that it's really good to kickstart your digestion. And it does, you know, it doesn't have a ton of flavor. So it's not like hard because sometimes in the morning, you're just not hungry mm. or you don't. So it's just a little something to crunch on while I'm drinking my water before I start my coffee. And since I have done that regularly, I actually find that I'm more satiated. I can wait a little bit to eat breakfast. Um, I find that just overall, I feel at ease with my stomach and digestion. It helps me digest my coffee. Um, it's really good. So awesome. I recommend the carrot. Yeah. I recommend the carrot. Um, so the next thing that we do, and again, we're, you know, some people are going to say, there's no way I could do that. I have to get up. I have to get out the door. I have little kids. Like we understand that. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about ideal scenarios, sure. right? So the next thing that I, if I can, I can't do it every day. Some days I'm, I need to leave for work by six 30, but if I can usually two, three days a week, I love sitting at my breakfast table because it's all the windows looking at the sunrise. I don't turn on the lights because I have just enough life coming up. And I like to read. I'll actually read at the table because I like to be mm-hmm. sitting up or I'll do some journaling or study time. Um, sometimes I get 10 minutes in. Sometimes I get an hour. It depends on my day. But I like it when the house is quiet and I can just do it in a very peaceful way. Mm, for sure. What's your ideal in that scenario, Corey? Because you like that morning time too. I do. And I, I think just taking it, it's so hard. And when you set it, it, it is hard to find that little bit of time. There's dogs, there's kids, there's getting ready for work. But just being able to take two or three minutes even to for mm-hmm. yourself to set that day, to set that intention, to just enjoy the moment and find that little bit of peace and looking at that that sun coming up and, and it's the new day and really trying to find that, that's what I've really tried to do. So I've always been a jump out of bed get going on the day and really trying to just take a couple of minutes before all the craziness starts because every one of us goes into a crazy day, really start to try and just take a couple minutes. Maybe it's two minutes, maybe it's five, maybe it's 10, but just take a couple of minutes to really breathe, take a second, enjoy what you've got in front of you. And then from there, the day can start. You know, something I've seen Corey do that's amazing is there's something called grounding. Mm. And if we can be outside on the earth barefoot, Mm -hmm. it magnetically grounds us to the earth's core. And imagine you can go outside barefoot, face in the sun or gazing at the sunrise and just stand there just for two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. That's a great way um, for people who don't have a lot of time. And, you know, technically you can do it year round. Your feet would get cold, obviously, in the winter. But if you're just doing it for a minute or two, there's benefits to that. Oh, yeah. So good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more ways to wake up strong and start your day right. And you know what else? I want to get into a little bit. How can you help your kids do this? 
You're listening to Raw Talk About Full Potential Living for the health of it. Your host is Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at SCC Chiropractic and Vitality Studio in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you are in the Southern New Hampshire area, mention this podcast and schedule a health checkup at SCC for special podcast pricing. Call or text 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about SCC, go to sccvitality.com or call 673-5600. Learn about wellness chiropractic, massage therapy, the naturopathic doctor, red light therapy, and more. Now back to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. So we're talking about waking up strong. And I started off by talking about how um, successful people tend to wake up early. Here's another interesting stat. Men who groom 10 more minutes increase their earnings by 6% per week. And the more I started thinking about this idea of grooming, especially in the morning, one, it's self-care, it's self-love. It can look like a lot of different things. So I, I imagine in you know this study that was done, it was just taking a, a little bit of time to take care of yourself. And when you see someone who clearly has taken care of themselves, and with men, it may just be that they have clean fingernails, their hair is not sticking out in the back, you know, their shave is actually looks like it was done really well, whatever it is, right? Um, their clothes are pressed. Um, it does give the person who's talking with you or speaking with you a sense of um, excellence, that you care about yourself and that you would likely um, do good work for them. So I think this grooming thing's interesting. And as a woman, I can tell you, a lot can be accomplished in 10 minutes. If you decide to take 10 extra minutes, I mean, you could add some curls to your hair, right? You can you could exfoliate your skin quick. You could, whatever, put a little more makeup on that just made you feel good that day. You could clean or buff your fingernails. You could, there's so much that could happen. Take a little more care with your outfit. If you think about it as I'm going to, to give myself 10 more minutes in the morning just for self-care so I can look and feel my best. Um, what a great way to start the day because I can tell you, I've literally had patients say, wow, you look so good today. And I'm like, whoa, I just, I don't know. I just brush my hair a little more. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it doesn't take much, right? Sure. It doesn't take much to, to just make a bigger impression. And then you feel so good throughout the day because you feel confident. You're getting compliments. I mean, and, and that's probably why right there is is you feel better about yourself. You did that extra step. You feel better. So you're, you're portraying a, a more vibrant you possibly. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know, as opposed to just waking up, throwing a sweatshirt on and a hat. Right. Getting the day started, you've actually put a little time in, a little effort. You feel cleaner, you feel sharper. You probably put on, along with that 10 minutes of grooming, you probably put on a little different outfit. Yes. So, and men, it's so tone. true with men. It, it does not take a lot for a, men, a man to just do a little bit more to have that confidence, you know, just. Yeah, we're lucky in that aspect. You're so lucky in that aspect. <laughs> very very, very lucky. Totally attest to this too, because before I was at SCC, I had my dog walking pet sitting business and I was just seeing animals all day. There was fur, there was There's jewel, no reason right? to get pretty. <laughs> no. So I just threw on a sweatshirt and jeans and that was that. And now getting to come to the office and having nicer clothes and doing my hair, like definitely changes how you feel in your confidence in yourself. It's nice. One well, as women, 10 more minutes could be the difference between actually washing our hair and blow drying it mm-hmm. or, you know, blow drying it and curling it, like whatever we want to do. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and geez, if you actually took 20 extra minutes, imagine all the things that could happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you think about all the things you do throughout the day, an extra 10 or 20 minutes is a very small period of time that maybe it's just waking up a little bit earlier and mm -hmm. it can make the whole day better. So then what happens is if you have a, a, a commute or a transition time, or if you work from home, maybe it's helping you create a transition time. So what are you doing um, to stay in that healthy place, uh, for example, on your commute? So I personally find that what I listen to in the car can make a big difference for me. Um, I really find that if I listen to music that's relaxing, um, I don't necessarily want to play music that brings me in a memory back to a different time in my life, or I don't want to necessarily listen to something that feels agitating. Um, I was listening to a book on tape recently, and I, I love listening to fiction, but it was a pretty intense moment of the book. And I went to, to play, it was yesterday morning, I went to play it, and I literally heard a few lines, I'm like, this is not how I want to start my day. <laughs> this, is an this is fine for after work, but it was just one of those intense kind of moments of the book. And so I chose not to. And so I know people that find that class classical music in the morning really puts them in a, a great place or maybe listening to a certain author. Um, I loved Wayne Dyer. Whenever I mm, needed to just yes. relax and I needed to get into a good place, his voice, his, his messaging. Um, some people will purposely listen to something that really helps amp them up and bring their energy up. I mm -hmm. think that's great. Corey, you've done that before. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I like starting that way or something learning that gets me into kind of a mode of moving forward in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've recently gotten into podcasts, actually. Um, and I've totally noticed a difference in my day and in my mood and just my life in general when I'm listening to something that's fueling my soul and keeping me inspired compared to, you know, a week or two that I don't. Or if I do feel like I need a little boost of energy listening to really positive music with good beats, it's makes a difference. Oh, yeah. I've had friends where I'm like, what have you done differently lately? And they're like, oh, I've been listening to Tony Robbins. Yes. Okay, now I understand. Yes. <laughs> right? I also listen to the For the Health of It podcast. Um, yes. That, that really gets my day started. Ooh. So. Ooh. <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> so with kids, um, and I actually want to talk about the whole commuting thing because when my kids were young, they're they're young adults now, but when they were young, I really um, took it to heart. Like what happened on the ride to school in the car? So we ha it was very ritualistic. I would get them into the car. We get going as soon as we're pulling out of the driveway. Every single time, I would say, "Hey guys!" So they'd look up. It's going to be a great day. To the point where they would say it along with me like they knew I was going to say it and then literally when they were very little as we would drive we were fortunate to live near a farm and we would literally say hi cows oh, good morning that. cows <laughs> like, like hello son and yes. we just that was how we started the day and I just I was happy and I I kind of trained them to be happy and it I really think it made a difference until the day I remember my son was like, mom, that's silly. We just want to say hi to the cows. You know, eventually, I still sometimes I say, say hi to the I cows. I still say hi to cows every day. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. And then before that, you know, I think with kids, the mood that you have when you wake them up can really set the tone for them. And if they're not where you are, it's just still being where you are. Yeah. And, and letting them be who they are, but they see the example that you're setting, and that can go a long way. And then, I mean, gosh, with kids, what you give them in the morning for food makes such a difference for their day. 
Um, we we always to this day, my kids still like it. We um, we make a morning shake, and the reason I would do that is at least I knew in the morning they would get nutrients because I can't always control the rest of the day, right? right? So their morning shake would have fish oil and vitamin D and some healthy protein powder and fruit and maybe rice milk or oat milk, right? Back then it was it was rice milk, but I I do love oat milk in a shake now or mm-hmm. coconut milk, mm-hmm. right? Or some days I you know I make them an egg and veggie platter or gluten free toast with almond butter if we were in a hurry and I know they needed some real sustenance, right? So then here's the other thing. And I'm, I, I wrote this down when I was kind of thinking about this topic. I wrote this down for kids. But, you know, this really is no different for us. So what you do before bed that will help you not have to think about it in the morning. So planning out what you're going to wear the next day. Oh, if I lay out my outfit the night before, it's so nice in the morning. There's just not this like feeling of what am I going to wear? You put it on and it's not right. You take it off. Right. I don't know if guys go through this, but girls like what you're going to wear that oh, day sometimes can be a stressor. It can be. Yeah. So figuring out the <laughs> night before. The other thing is um, packing whatever food you want for the day. So obviously mm-hmm. with kids, um, packing up a lunch the night before really takes the stress out of the day. But even the days that I've been like, okay, tomorrow's a long day. I have a work and then I have a meeting then I have a um, recording podcast. What can I bring? And I would actually pack up some food and have it ready, that makes such a big deal. Or having um, food at your office or food in your car. So just knowing you've replenished your food and you have a plan. Um, With kids, making sure homework's always done before bed. Mm -hmm. And I guess it can be the same with adults if you have a presentation (laughs) or something, budgeting your time the day before so you're not scrambling in the morning. Um, It always makes a difference. But bottom line is, I think that if with kids, if parents are calm and not frazzled, it helps them be relaxed. And I really think one reason I've become such a morning person is like parents and kids, when my husband wakes up happy, it's a lot easier for me to be happy, right? We, we become who we're around and we reflect each other. So setting that tone. And if, if, if you have people in your house who are just so grumpy, well, you can be the light. You can still set the tone for, for you. Yeah. I love that. And it's true. Like you said, you're feeding off of each other. I actually got to bring my niece to school the other day. Oh, and fun. I was like, do you want to do some gratitude? And she paused for a second. And then I see her in the rearview mirror. She's like, I'm so grateful for the sun. And I'm like, oh, oh that's, cute. that's something I'm always grateful for the light and the heat and the warmth and the healing. And, you know, my sister just started doing that with her a few months ago. And just she's eager to do it now in the morning, you know, and you see that joy in her eyes, too. And then it's easier for you to do it because you don't yes. feel like the silly adult who's got it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because there's no reason we can't do it. But for some reason with children, it gives yeah. us permission. Yeah. You know, it's that's really sweet. That's great. You know, and Corey doesn't necessarily wake up and say, I'm grateful for the sun. <laughs> 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 right. But you that idea that you mentioned earlier, Corey, of it's a new start. It's a new day. Yeah, and that's what I try and think of in my head. I won't say it out loud, but really think it in my head. Here's a new start. What are you going to do with today? And that's really what it's all about, right? We we do have a new start every day, and we should be grateful for the fact that we, we have this life to live. Be well, everybody. You've been listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host was Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at SCC Chiropractic and Vitality Studio in Amherst, New Hampshire. Mention this podcast and schedule a health checkup at SCC with special podcast pricing. To schedule, call or text 673-5600. That's 673-5600. 
For more information about SCC Chiropractic and Vitality Studio, call 673-5600 or check out sccvitality.com. You can also find Dr. Jenny on Facebook at Spinal Corrective Center NH or Instagram at SCC underscore chiropractic. Thank you for listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it.